Welcome to Keystone Education Radio, the podcast for all things focused on education in Pennsylvania. Now here's your host, Annette Stevenson. Today I'm talking with Shannon Frieda Bossiller, the Community Engagement Programs Manager at Heritage Conservancy, a nonprofit in Bucks County that specializes in preserving and protecting our natural resources. In her role, Shannon strives to engage with local teachers to bring nature to students as a tool to support their social and emotional learning. We are discussing how the program works, the benefits to students, and how education leaders across the Commonwealth can implement similar programs in their schools. Welcome, Shannon. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Annette. Absolutely. So first off, would you tell us a little bit about the Heritage Conservancy and the work that you do in your role? Yeah, you covered some of it in your introduction, uh, but Heritage Conservancy is a nonprofit and we're based in Southeast Pennsylvania with our core mission being to preserve and protect natural areas and historic places. So this means that for the last 60 plus years, we have assisted in the protection of over 15,500 acres of open space, forest areas, wetlands, and other critical habitat, as well as protecting historic buildings. That's a lot to cover. That's a lot to be mindful of. (laughs) (laughs) It sure is. And so what about the pilot program that you began with Bristol Township and the District of Philadelphia? What is that all about? And and then maybe how were you inspired to bring that to the schools? Yeah, so for our work, um, a lot of what we've done in the last five or six years um, has really tied into my work as the Community Engagement Programs Manager of really connecting people with those places that we're protecting. And um, a lot of this program, the buildup was, you know, a long time in the making when we first acquired the Croydon Woods Nature Preserve, which is an 80 acre forested property directly next to Keystone Elementary School, Mm. which is part of the Bristol Township School District. So through conversations with teachers and administrators, we started co-creating some programs to get the teachers and the students to utilize the forest and for us to work on um, providing field trips for the students. And then, you know, just through those field trips, we started to hear, you know, things from the students, just their amazement of being outside. And then comments from the teachers about the changes they saw and how their students um, were responding to the programs and the activities while they were outside. Mm-hmm. And with those conversations, it just um, evolved that we started to come up with some thoughts on ways to support the students and their needs. And there's so much research now out about all of that um, you know, social and emotional connection with nature and the health benefits um, that it, it just kind of evolved from there. And, and this year was a great time to try and pilot it amid everything that's, that's been going on. So in preparation for the podcast, we decided to do some quick research for ourselves. And there is a lot of work behind this topic. It is not just a trend or a nice thought, but there is real scientific backing on the power of nature as support for our emotional well-being. Just Google SEL or nature, and you will find dozens of scholarly articles that tout the power of nature in the development of social and emotional skills. And the programs doing that work can be found across the country and the world over. 
Take Pennsylvania state parks, for example. In 2014, the state had already designated four state parks as environmental education centers, conducting in-depth programming for students and other visitors. In 2017, 23 environmental education centers in Pennsylvania, Delaware, and New Jersey formed a new alliance to create opportunities for students and learners to explore and engage in nature through hands-on activities. And each year we are seeing more programs pop up all over the place. Now back to the conversation with Shannon. So we hear a lot these days in different ways about social emotional learning. What aspects of social emotional learning um, are the kids gaining from participating in this program? The research out about all the mental, physical, and emotional benefits about connecting with nature, um, you know, it's just the body of evidence is growing. And it's not just for students, it's for people of all ages. And um, even views of nature out a classroom window or pictures of nature or videos can have all sorts of positive and calming um, effects. So um, each of the activities that we incorporate for the teachers to utilize has a nature component, whether it's a visual or um, actually getting outside. Um, and then it's also got that social and emotional element. So some of them include social awareness or self-awareness, self-management, um, you know, and there's something about conversation surrounding nature, time outside, things we like and don't like about outside or nature that really open up those doors for social connection and um, other types of self-reflection. You mentioned the view out the window. I think it's interesting how it's evolved over the years. I think the view out the window used to be seen as a distraction for students. And of course I'm going back some years, but you know, I think that used to be seen in a slightly different way. Um, and now, as you mentioned, not just students, but adults, I think we, as adults, we can recognize the benefit of having a window uh, as we work, um, having that view out you know, to the outdoors and natural light. So certainly stands to reason all that you're saying as far as the benefits. We were intrigued by the notion that in the past, windows with views were considered a disturbance or a challenge to keep students' attention. But today, that old way of thinking is better left in the past. Many leaders in SEL are encouraging teachers to bring their students outdoors, and for good reason. Research has shown a link between engaging in pro-environmental activities and positive behavior. We know that engaging with nature does help us engage with our senses. It supports a healthy self-image, and at the very least, it gets us off our screens. But beyond that, connecting to the world around us gives us an opportunity to understand our role and impact in the natural world. Service activities give students a real-world understanding of concepts such as recycling, conservation, and environmental stewardship. Plus, we are seeing emerging research that highlights the potential impact of COVID-19 on learning loss. The challenges of the pandemic have brought student mental well-being to the forefront, with children displaying increases in depression, anxiety, and stress. COVID has only made the need for nature-based SEL even more evident, and the results that much more precious to those who practice it. Are there any plans to expand this program? 
So our first step after last year is to improve upon what we've already created um, based on teacher input. And then our next goal is to start to work with additional teachers and possibly other school districts in this upcoming year. Um, and we'd like to incorporate more um, family resources as well. So can we work to provide um, information or um, simple activities for families to be able to continue the, um, you know, the, the benefits at home? Okay. And so our listeners are across the state, so they may not be able to easily visit or access your, one of your properties. Um, but what are some of the ways that our listeners, whether parents, educators, or other school leaders can begin to incorporate nature as a tool for social emotional learning? Do you have suggestions in that? So the first thing to remember is that nature is literally everywhere. So, you know, I would encourage people to, you know, think about what they can find in their own yard, um, on their city block, a local park around their schoolyard. So start there, right where you're living, where your school is at, um, you know, something as simple as stepping outside and closing your eyes for a moment to listen to the breeze, move the leaves around can offer kind of that moment of um, like reset that you might need. Um, and then with the internet, there's of course, um, so many great virtual tours of beautiful places across the country. We have a few virtual tours for our Quakertown Swamp, Croydon Woods, and Bristol Marsh Nature Preserves. And then um, also on our website, we have a whole new series that was developed in the last year called um, our At Home with Nature series. And there are a variety of um, free resources that are videos, um, activities, some of them tie in very well with, um, you know, certain state uh, curriculum um, items, but they also offer some great views and sounds of nature. The mindfulness moment with water I have heard is very peaceful. And some people have said they would like to use it to help them go to sleep in the evenings. So, <laughs> ah, yes, <laughs> that white noise, that kind of quiet white noise. Right, right. And so those can be found on your website, you said? They sure can. We wanted our listeners to know a little more about the resources available through Heritage Conservancy. So we checked them out ourselves. There are more than 20 activities and videos to explore. Be sure to check them out in your home or in your classroom. You can find the link to all of them in the resources tab on this episode's landing page. We would love to know what you think about it. Which ones are your favorite or which ones do you have on your schedule to try? Connect with us by commenting on our social media posts. Keystone Education Radio is a production of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. This episode is brought to you in part by sponsor Keystone Purchasing Network. Visit our website at keyedradio.org for more information on today's topic or past episodes. If you're listening to us on Spotify, click follow so you'll be notified when a new episode is available. Share out the episodes that resonate so your friends, colleagues, and community can tune in to hear about the topics that are impacting public education. This is Annette Stevenson saying thank you for listening to Keystone Education Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Keystone Education Radio podcast are solely the views and opinions of our guests 
and do not reflect the views and opinions of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. Thank you.